0: Shalom, and I hope all is well. My name is Yitzhak Shifman. Thanks for tuning into this podcast, and I hope you enjoy the Torah classes in it. Now, on to the episode. Today's Amr in Maseches Brachas is Yud Gimel and Aleph. We're going to have four sections in today's learning. And we begin the first section, which is really a continuum from yesterday, where we left off saying that the position of the Chachamim was that although in the future, the main focus is going to be the ge'ulah as we'll see from Gogu Magog, the main ge'ulah, La'asid, will also secondarily and ancillary to that focus on Yetzias Mitzrayim as well, and that's how they interpret Kol Yemei Chayecha, even Le'Yemot HaMashiach, there will be that partial emphasis, at least secondarily, on Yetzias Mitzrayim as well. Now, turning to Gimel hamod Aleph. The Gemara says it's a similar idea with Yisrael and Ya'akov, that although Yisrael is his primary name, Ya'akov still remains, it's just secondary to the Yisrael, as we find HaKadosh Baruch Hu still calls Ya'akov Ya'akov when he goes down to Mitzrayim, which is after his name was t- changed. The Gemara tells us that the Psukim highlight that the Gehoulos from Bovel, Madai, and Yavon will be entirely forgotten, and the focus will only be, in the times of Mashiach, on the Geulah from Gogu Magog, and the future epic battle between Melch and Gogu Magog, again, with Yetzias Mitzrayim being ancillary to that, but those other ones from Bov, Mada, and Yavan will be entirely forgotten, and the Gemara brings a parable to illustrate this. Moving on to the second section, the Gemara tells us our ancestors, the Avos and the Omos, with the name changes that occurred. Avram referenced the fact that he was the father of Aram, specifically, but his name was changed to Avraham, implying that now he was Av Av, Hamon Goyim, the father of the entire world. Similarly, her name was originally Sarai, which meant people were saying she's my princess, and then it became Sarah, which is the princess of the world, like officer of the world representing all of mankind. Gemara actually tells us that there's an Iser, Aseh, and Alav associated with calling Avraham Avram, as the Psukim imply, but it's not true regarding calling Sarah Sarai, because only Avraham was co- t- told not to call her Sarai. And also regarding Yaakov, since the Psukim specifically reinstate that his name is Yaakov, as Hashem calls him Yaakov when he goes down to Mitzrayim, therefore it remains ancillary, although it's ancillary to Yisrael, but it remains as his name. That's the end of the... First Perek, Hashem. We're moving on to the second parak now in the third section of the day which is the Mishnah and three topics relating to Krishna. The Mishnah tells us if a person happens to be reading the Torah, he was learning Torah and he was reading the parashat of Krishna in the Torah and the time of Krishna arrives, as long as he had intention, your yaitzim. We'll speak out in the Gemara what this is referring to. Second topic in the Mishnah, we have a machlokas which interruptions and at what point is it permitted in within Kriishman and its brachas? Remeir and Rbihuda. Remeir holds more strictly, and is more lenient, and the topics are covered in year. The two ways that one could theoretically make an interruption, and there's a distinction between Baina Prakim between the sections that are considered natural breaks, and Ba'emtza, which is in the middle of paragraphs. Now, this is a machlokus between Rebbe and Rabbi Yehuda, and we'll explain the machlokis at length in the Gemara Be'ezuz Hashem. Now there's a secondary debate that relates to this. If a person is allowed to make a break, that it's considered ben aprakim, between the end of Vayomer and M.S. V'yatsi, Rabbi Yehuda says you cannot, and he holds that that's not a place that's considered ben aprakim. The final section in this Mishnah, as Rabbi Shua Ben Karcho explains the, the reason Chazal established the order of Shema of the three parashios as it is. Shema is before Vahaya because Shema incorporates accepting O'malchus Shemayim before Vahaya which is accepting all mitzvahs. And Vahaya is before Vayomer because included in Vahaya is Talmud Torah which is a mitzvah that's applicable by day and by night versus in the third section of Kriya Shema, the of Tzitzis which is only applicable by day and thus it's the third and after Vahaya. Now the fourth and final section, the Gemara begins Based on this Mishnah, and tells us two points here. So, the first point is when it says, Im kiv in libo yotze, if you were reading the section of Kirishma, you were learning Torah, and it happened to be the time of Kirishma came, it does not mean that you had Kavana to be Yotze the mitzvah. Because that's not necessary, says the Gemara. As we you know, mitzvahs and And the Gemara Rosh Hashanah says, Rabbah says, if you're blowing a shofar to make music, and the sounds of Tokia, Tru'et, Tokia, came out, you're still going to be Yotze. What it means, Tokia, is you had a sofer who was reading the part of krishma in order to uh, correct the torah now when you're reading it for that reason you might not mention the letter the words properly because you might not be makbid in terms of uh, the a proper pronunciation other than correcting it so that's what the mishnah is emphasizing is you just need to be able to read it properly and then your yoytze but mitzvah's ain't anzrich now the final point in this section for the day we have a machlokes if a person needs to say Kriyishma specifically in Lashon HaKodesh, which Rebbe holds, based on the fact that the Pasuk says Vahayu, versus the Chacham musa we'll it could be in any language that you understand based on the Pasuk of Shema. And the Gemara goes back and forth in this Machlokas expounding the Pesukim. We're stopping here, at the bottom of Yud Gimel Amod Aleph, As Hashem will pick up tomorrow with Yud Gimel Amod uh continuing to discuss these topics. In the meantime, everybody have a wonderful day.